Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Lace with Drea K. All right, y'all, so first and foremost, I am so sorry. It has taken me absolutely forever to finally come back on here and give you guys another episode. And I just want to give a special thank you to all my loyal listeners so far that have been asking me repeatedly, when is the next episode coming out? So this episode, I want to talk about the healing journey because that is, you know, where I'm at in my life right now and also the cause of why I haven't had quite the chance of getting on here and making a new episode. But I'm so happy to be back and I'm just so grateful to all of my listeners. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So the most ironic thing about the healing journey is... It is really difficult. Psych, that's what everybody else is going to tell you, that the healing journey is just ever so terrible. Um, I cannot agree with that because my healing journey has been blissful, um, I must say. Going through the ups and downs, I guess if you want to say the healing journey is, you know, you're back against the wall, you setting boundaries, you having to go up against the people that, you know, you thought loved you or you loved the most. Um, I guess that part of the healing journey could be deemed difficult. Um, For me personally, however, that was a breeze. Um, When you learn that certain characteristics are inside of you, you have a power in your name and in your, your will to do things, those things do kind of happen easily, I would say. Um, outside of that, my healing journey is blissful because I am drawing closer to God, y'all. I am learning his word. I am learning, you know, the purpose that he has for my life, why I'm here, you know, what, what he wants from me, what he wants from my children and all of the above. And it is just a beautiful thing. So the best way I can explain my healing journey right now would have to be dancing in the puddles, which I actually physically did today. (laughs) Um, Gasping at the beautiful butterflies that randomly fly by, smiling heavy at the ladybugs that come to visit, and truly having gratitude and appreciation for every red bird and blue bird that flies on by me. All right, you guys, I get it. All right, how are you this blissful and this happy in your healing journey? Let me tell you, I heard a sermon by Sarah Jakes and my cousin sent it to me and it was about curing regret. And it took everything in me to hold back the tears and I had to hold back the tears because I was listening to it on my way to get my teeth whitened and I didn't want to scare the lady with bright red eyes because I just had cried my eyes out after listening to this sermon. But the reason why this sermon stuck out to me so much was because it's literally my life right now, right? So she was talking about regret and how it has such a negative connotation on it, right? We always say, oh, no regrets, no regrets. I don't have any regrets. You know, it is what it is. This happened, that happened. And she was touching base on the fact that regret is so necessary because regret is truly just an opportunity. It's an opportunity to say, okay, I made this mistake. 
I didn't do this the right way. I shouldn't have dealt with that person. I shouldn't have reacted to that situation um, in that way or whatever else the case may be, right? Because at the end of the day, whether we want to admit it or not, we all have our share of regrets. Even as, as a parent, you know, having your share of regrets of, you know, oh my, I wish my daughter never saw that. I wish that I didn't put her through that. The thing about regrets is that, and this is why I think it has a bad connotation and people kind of stay away from it, is because people don't want to necessarily face what they've done or they want to be swallowed by it, right? So I feel so bad about this. I'm going to label myself a bad mom. I feel so bad about this. I'm going to label myself a bad person. And I'm speaking from experience that I did this for many years of my life was to the point I had so much regret and so much grief from my actions and the things that I had did that I had almost convinced myself of what everybody else was telling me and never once realizing that I was surrounded by people that had no intention on seeing me grow or uplift me to be better But I was also doing that same thing to myself, putting myself down, keeping myself in a certain box. So I love that she talked about this. It's called Curing Regret by Sarah Jakes. And I love that she talked about it because that is the point. It's okay to feel regret. It's okay to grieve what's happened to you, what you've done. And it's an opportunity to get it right to become a new person, to become a better person, a different person, a better mom, a a better whatever, you know, you want to become in your life. So in a lack of other words, right, we're really saying your past does not define you. Your past literally does not define you. When a decision is made, it's made. When a choice is made, it's made. You cannot go back, right? So even if that choice or that decision was a great one and you get great, you know, reactions or outcomes because of your great decisions, well, that's awesome. But a lot of us make the mistake, which is exactly that a mistake, of making bad choices and bad decisions, decisions that we have to pay for, decisions that may affect other people. But those decisions don't define you. If it defines anything, in my opinion, if it defines the fact that you are a human. And you are figuring out life each and every day as it comes. And what I loved that she talked about and that was actually new to me that I had learned uh, once I had listened to it was that God has regret. She was talking about Genesis and um, how God regretted making Saul king. And when she was going through these little stories, I was like, wow, I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that God himself had regrets. But here it is, you guys. Regrets are restoration. An opportunity to restore yourself, restore who you are. That's it. And it's so funny because I used to always use the word redemption. I'm a strong believer in redemption. I'm a strong believer that Anybody could change. If they really want to, they can change, right? I'm going to get more personal about it. I used to go off about my baby dad. (laughs) Y'all, I used to go off. It doesn't make any sense. Why don't these deadbeat moms and these deadbeat dads understand that whatever they do in this world is going to fail if they don't take care of their kids? 
because we all have a choice. You know, even my mother and, and her failing me miserably. It's like, okay, you had a choice. I understand you went through your share of trauma and you've had a hard life, but you had a choice to go get therapy. You had a choice to go seek out God, you know, and I, why do I feel that way? Because I'm doing it. I haven't been the best mother because I didn't know how. I had to learn as I went. That's one thing my mom did teach me that was right. She used to always say, parenting does not come with a handbook. And that is so true. But see, I acknowledge my mistakes. I regret my mistakes. And I can say I regret my mistakes proudly now. Because regret is an opportunity to restore myself, to redeem myself. I've experienced a lot of grief because of my decisions. All an opportunity to become better. And that's why self-awareness has to lead to self-management. It starts with acknowledging the problem. Acknowledging certain characteristic traits about yourself that does not serve you or the people around you. And it takes a high level of consciousness and self-control to be able to manage this, to manage yourself throughout this, right? So I'll give you an example. Let's say the old you, the moment someone disrespected you, you was ready to curse them out, hand them their behinds, right? The more conscious you, the one that has acknowledged that characteristic about yourself that you're easily you know, triggered zero to 100. Now, that same situation, that same disrespect that you encounter, you're now taking a deep breath. You're now like, okay, hold up. Let me back up here. Let me, let me think about, no, I'm not going to give you that reaction. It's not going to affect me like that. You know, for me personally, I have a really, really big heart. I'm incredibly generous, incredibly kind-hearted. Um, but unfortunately, I've been around a lot of people that have taken advantage of that. And what I've learned is that when people can't use you anymore or even dump their negativity onto you, dump their crap onto you, they get mad at you, right? The audacity, the audacity, but it is what it is. They get mad at you, but What I want to get across to all of you guys, if you can relate to this, right, is if a person gets mad at you that they no longer have access to you, that you're not reacting to things anymore like you used to, and so on and so on and so forth, right? I want you to be so proud of yourself because look how far you've come. You're not that 50, 60, 70-year-old person that's still getting upset and drinking all night and cursing somebody out and having a bald-headed fit turning bright red. You're not that person anymore. You stop being that person right here, right now at 29, 30, 40, whatever. Hell, some people will even get it at 15, 16, and so on and so forth. We all learn in our own way. It all depends on your perspective of this life, your perspective of this world. And I said that today to my spiritual advisor. I said, you know what kind of kills me about people is why is it that you can have a problem with someone But it has to be back with so much negativity. Like, if you don't like me, just don't like me. You don't have to give me all that energy. You don't have to be so upset with me in that way. Because think about it. If I'm not giving you a reaction and I'm coming off like I genuinely, I'm not going to let you reach me in that way. 
What are you going to gain? What is that going to solve for you? Nothing. So you're pouring all this negative energy into me and it's going nowhere, right? It's going nowhere. There's a gap between me and you. So what's the point? What is the point? At some point, people have to grow up and understand it's okay not to like someone. It's okay to go ahead and, you know, I don't ever want to speak to this person again. And I don't ever want to deal with this person again and so on and so forth and leave it right there. Leave it right there. You're not my cup of tea, honey. I don't hate you. I don't have any malice in my heart towards you. I don't have any ill will in my heart towards you. Nothing. I simply don't want to deal with you. I simply don't see you as someone I could ever get along with. Someone that I could ever vibe with. Someone I could ever be on the same page with. The end. Close the chapter right there. But no, 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 no. What do we deal with? We deal with, you're not my cup of tea because you're a bad this and you're a bad that. And I don't like the way your breast smells. You know, it, it becomes all this other stuff. For what? What are you gaining? By you putting all that negative energy into somebody, did your bills get paid? Did you get that job promotion? Did you get that woman? Did you get that man? All Remember all this stuff Gabrielle Union was saying? Like, what do you gain? You gain nothing. Don't do that to yourself. Because if you truly love yourself and if you truly value yourself, then you're going to learn the incredible importance of valuing and protecting your energy. It is crucial. And that, to me, is one of the highest forms of self-love, is protecting your energy protecting your peace of mind, protecting your heart and understanding that because you've been able to master that, because you're aware of that, that makes you such a special and rare person that this world is craving, that this world needs in order to truly survive. And I say that because recently I find myself more emotional than I've ever been. So if you don't know, I'm going to tell you guys now, I'm a cancer, a female cancer, born late June. (laughs) I know we all have our feelings about cancers, but yeah, I'm a cancer born late June. And I'm like naturally emotional, but um, lately I've been more emotional than ever. And I know why. That is because, you know, a part of me praying to God, you know, use me for your plan, your will, your purpose, Lord, Father, God, use me for that. You know, show me what what you have me here for and things like that. I find myself at both cruelty and beauty crying, you know, at things to admire and to mesmerize, you know, getting emotional about um, things that are unfair or, you know, such an injustice also getting incredibly emotional about but just all these emotions flying all over the place and then it clicked to me that God gave me this heart for a reason he gave it to me for a reason and I get I I, even though I get and I don't get it at the same time why my family needed me to believe so badly that my heart was such a terrible thing 
that it just wasn't real. It just, it just wasn't genuine, you know, and people I've dated and my ex um, husband too, like my heart just couldn't be genuine. Like, why did they want to hush that so much? Why did they want to silence my heart in a sense so much, you know? Um, and it's kind of funny because now I look back and I'm like, yo, you could never, you could never, you know why? Because the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. When I tell you guys, I'm mentoring a couple people right now. And I, I keep trying to tell these ladies, let what's happening around you happen around you, outside of you. Don't let what's happening happen to you, inside of you. Don't let that seek in. Because anyone that comes at you with those swords, those guns, those knives, the razor blades, the baseball bats, the whatever. They are hurt. There is something not right with them. People that truly, truly love themselves, that are truly mature, that are truly awoken, they do not react to diddly squat. That is negative. But those people will react to a lot of different things that are positive, that are, you know, like I said, unfair and injustice because they want to see better in the world. They're not waking up every day like, let me go find this person to fight because they piss me off. Let me go make this mom and her two kids homeless just because of my emotions. Let me go drive five hours to try to testify in court against my own child. I mean, it's silly. Hell, I heard that my sister had some stuff to say about me. Like, girl, uh-uh, uh-uh. We, we know what's up with you. And, you know, the lack of mothering you're doing for your kids. So I don't even know why she opened her mouth. That's not negative. It's the truth. Why do these same people that put so much negativity in the world act as if their shit don't stink? That they don't have a world of crap with them. It's always going to be in your best interest. If you know a person like me, y'all, it's always going to be in your best interest to leave people like me alone. It just is. Because you will always hurt yourself trying to hurt people like me. It will never fail. It will absolutely never fail. So when I talk about my healing journey, guys, that's what I'm talking about. Learning more about me, learning more about my heart, drawing closer to God, figuring out what his plan and purpose is for my life. Um, I recommend everyone that has gone through traumatic things that are going through a traumatic situation right now, you know, whether it's therapy or seeking closer to God, do it. Right now is a time more than ever, ever. And honestly, the algorithms on social media will work in your favor. Um, that's one of the biggest blessings that I have. I'm, I'm seeing nothing but God's children all over my TikTok. You know, nothing but God's children all over my Instagram and stuff like that. And we're all connecting with one another. That's how I have my spiritual advisor now, who I love dearly. I can call for anything and he makes, you know makes sense out of whatever situation I'm going through when I'm weak in my flesh when I feel a certain type of way because I'm not perfect you know whatsoever am I perfect in no way shape or form so I'm happy that I have these outlets I'm happy that I can take whatever I want to take to God 
You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, no matter how ugly, how painful, how shameful, how exciting, how happy, how blissful, how grateful, doesn't matter. I can take whatever I want to take to him and he's there for me. And he gives me peace immediately. So if there's turmoil in your life, if you're struggling right now in your life, I recommend praying. Because that just that prayer alone will give you peace. Just to know that you push yourself to say, okay, let me go talk to the to the this this man up high and and say something to him. Oh, and by the way, I love that uh Sarah Jake said that. She said that God is him or her, he or she doesn't matter. God is whoever you need him to be for you to believe in him, for you to go to him. That's it. And I love that she said that because I had a couple people comment on some of my TikToks like, why do we keep saying he? God is female. Da, 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 da. It doesn't matter. The creator of all things, the most powerful entity, period. That spirit that says you can't do nothing without me. <laughs> I can open doors where you thought they would forever remain shut. And let me tell you guys something in the personal testimony. That is so true. That is so true. And when he said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, I witnessed it. When he, when they, he says that I know what your desires are, I know what your needs are, I'm living it right now. He's taking care of everything in my life. And no faith without good works, you know, there's no faith without good works. So, of course, I have to put it to work. Of course, I have to get up every day and, and go hard and, and do what needs to get done. But there's bliss behind it. Because the moment I tapped in, the moment I went to God and I knew that he was always there, always watching over me, he was going to, he took the will, you know, there's nothing to worry about after that. He got me. He got his precious angels and my children. And one of the most beautiful things that I'm grateful for is that I know now about to be 30, this is like the best birthday present I could ever ask for, is that I broke the generational curse from my family. So me and my two daughters and the family that we create from here on out, the spiritual family that we now are joining and things of that sort, the spiritual mother, the spiritual father, uncle, and so on and so forth, we will have nothing to do with that bloodline and the curses that have been laid upon it. And that is the biggest thing, entity, whatever you want to call it, that I can honestly say that I'm truly, truly, truly grateful for and truly happy about. And I'm so grateful and so happy and I feel so overwhelmingly loved to know that God chose me. So nobody can take that from me. Nobody can take that from me at all whatsoever. But honestly, you all... That is about it. I just kind of wanted to come on here and let you guys know where my mind's at, what I got going on a little bit. Um, outside of that, my girls are good. I do want to go ahead and put this message out there. If you're a mom and you haven't seen it yet, there's some articles going around saying that cocoa melon is the cause of speech delay in kids under two and tantrums. Another testimony. I do believe this to be true. My 18-month-old, oh, she's 19 months now. My 19-month-old, um, I felt like didn't have enough words underneath her belt, so on and so forth. It's been two weeks, no Coco Melon, other learning shows, still regularly talking to her and showing her things like I always did. And now my baby girl has at least, 
I'm going to say 10 to 12 words that she's saying clearly. And it is absolutely overwhelmingly exciting. And I get super like giddy like a little kid every time she says something to me or her sister. Um, so yeah, um, please ban Coco Melon from your households because they are destroying our kids. I can't say anything about the tantrum part because <laughs> my daughter's just spoiled and she just always gets her way. That's my princessa. So I really feel like her tantrums is just a matter of like always getting her way anyway. I'm not going to blame that on Coco Melon, but the speech delay part, definitely going to blame that on Coco Melon. Other than that, please save our children. Please love your children. Please kiss on them. Please let them know that you love them each and every day. I started this new thing with my oldest. where It's corny, but we text each other. We can be sitting right next to each other and me and my oldest will have an entire conversation with one another. And I'm getting to know her more and more every day. It makes me, makes me feel kind of bad because I'm like, dang, I don't think I really knew my daughter prior to these little text conversations. Um, I knew her enough, but not in like the personal way that I'm getting to know her now, like where her actual favorite color is now, where her favorite food is now, who, who, you know, the latest friend that she has, um, just whatever that's, that's on her mind. But we kind of go back and forth about all different types of topics and things. And it's just really, really great, um, have building that bond and that personal connection with her, because that's my biggest thing with my girls from me, not having a mother that I know that would have served me great in this world, um, is making sure that they don't ever have to feel that and making sure that I'm always here for them and I always have their back. And, you know, they don't go out into this world with a void that they're trying to fill um, from being unloved because fathers being in their lives aside or not, children just need to be loved. That's it. They just need to be loved. So with all that being said, I think that all kind of coincides with this whole healing journey. Um, I'm not going to waste any more of you guys' time. Um, so yeah, I thank you so much for listening. I thank you so much for your support. I will be coming back on here shortly. I am working on a couple of personal projects right now outside of just getting, you know, some stability and some, some things in order, some foundations laid for me and my kids, you know, everyday life type of things. Um, I am working on some personal projects. So one of the things that I do want you guys to look out for shortly is my people pleasing series. I'm going to have a few guests come on with me and we're going to dive into people pleasing. So hopefully we can help a lot of folks out there heal and recognize um, when you have this tactic and what to do about it so you can protect yourself and your heart and all of the above moving forward. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye.